people died in five separate shootings in D.C. I'm Nikai Nelly. D.C. area colleges and universities come together to research ways to combat gun violence. I'm Valerie Bonk. Lightning strikes 10 soldiers at an army post in Georgia, killing one. What to know about extreme heat and Alzheimer's disease? I'm Christy Kane. It's 5 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Americans are waking up to yet another day of oppressive heat. About a third are once again under heat advisories or warnings. Among them, New Yorkers who've been dealing with temperatures in the mid 90s. It's gassy, it's very hot. I drink a lot of water. I take vitamins. Riding my bike through shady areas. Firefighters near Dallas fought the flames of a wildfire in temperatures above 100. More from CBS's Naomi Ruckham. Dallas opened the doors at cooling centers across the city. Offering residents a reprieve from triple-digit temperatures. This is about my 12th and 13th bite. We're doing wellness checks and really trying to get them to drink more water. All of New York City's 36 Olympic and medium-sized public pools will be open until 8 o'clock Thursday. A soldier was killed by a lightning strike at an Army base near Augusta, Georgia. Officials say nine others were injured in a training area at Fort Gordon during strong thunderstorms. The January 6th investigation investigation returns to prime time tonight. The House committee in charge plans to lay out President Trump's actions that day, minute by minute. Correspondent Scott McFarland. The two witnesses, according to CBS News reporting, Matt Pottinger, a deputy national security advisor for Donald Trump, and Sarah Matthews, a deputy White House press secretary, both worked at the White House January 6th and quit immediately after. A bipartisan group of senators wants to avoid future attempts to overturn elections. CBS's Allison Keyes has details from Washington. There are two separate proposals involved. One change would update the post-Civil War era law to clarify the way states submit electors and also the way the vice president counts the votes in Congress. The other would ramp up security for state and local election officials who have dealt with harassment. Months after shortages first hit, parents are still scrambling to find formula for their babies. CBS's Meg Oliver spoke to Julia Morgan, mom of an eight-month-old. How hard is it to find formula today? It's almost impossible today. I thought I was in the clear because I had like two months supply. Despite the FDA's reports of progress, latest data shows nearly a third of powdered formula products are still out of stock. College Hoops analyst Dick Vitale brought the audience to tears at last night's ESPY Awards, remembering the disease that took the life of his best friend, Jim Valvano, in 1993. I want everybody in this room that knows somebody they love, knows somebody in their family, or maybe themselves, that's battled cancer to please stab. 82-year-old survivor looking out as almost everyone stood up. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 here on your Thursday morning. This is the 21st of July. Super hot and humid today with our highs near 98. Good morning to you. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm John Aaron. And we begin with that heat and humidity that we'll experience today. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory for most of the metro D.C. area and along the Chesapeake Bay and Potomac. The combined heat and humidity will make the temperature feel like it's 105 degrees. Isolated thunderstorms later today won't bring any relief. A reminder, be sure to drink plenty of water and limit strenuous outdoor activity until this stretch of weather passes, which may not be until Monday. 
And of course, keep it here on WTOP for the latest weather information on the 8s. To the latest from Maryland's primary election this week. The effort to count all the mail-in ballots continues today. The results in Maryland's primary are unofficial because it's not over until all the mail-in ballots that are returned are actually counted. Statewide, more than 499,000 were requested in Montgomery County. That number was 116,000. Gilberto Zelaya with the Montgomery County Board of Elections. We have to do a hand count, then we need to scan them in as received. Then we need to sort them in district precinct order, and then we need to introduce them into the Canvas mail stream. It's a painstaking process. So the buzzword for the next two to three weeks is patience. The provisional ballots are next, and then a second Canvas is set for July 29th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The latest January 6th hearing will be held during primetime tonight. It'll focus on the White House and what happened during the harrowing hours of the attack on the Capitol. WTOP's Mitchell Miller has more from Capitol Hill. Members of the committee have been looking at potential ties between groups like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers to the White House and supporters of former President Trump. Maryland Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin, who will help lead today's hearing, says the former president clearly wanted to alter the Electoral College vote count on January 6th. This was a, a president who was willing to do anything to overthrow the presidential election of 2020. But how far were those in the White House and Trump's inner circle willing to go? Former White House counsel Pat Cipollone's latest testimony could out Line the struggle within the administration. A second hearing that had been discussed for Thursday in prime time, meanwhile, has been pushed back to a future date. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. D.C. police are trying to find suspects in a series of separate shootings that left four people dead. Homicides are now up nearly 20% when compared to the same time last year. It's been a busy week for D.C. police. On Tuesday alone, investigators dealt with five separate shootings, two of them in Northeast, three others in Southeast. The shootings left four people dead. The one victim who survived was a 14-year-old boy. D.C. police Captain Kevin Kentish on NBC4. Honestly, I, I attribute it to a lot of people getting in arguments and not knowing how to deal with it without using firearms. One of the victims who died Tuesday was a 33-year-old woman, Aurora Williams, killed at her home on Knox Place in Southeast. Police say she was the mother of five children. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Meanwhile, universities and colleges in the D.C. area are coming together to find ways to stop gun violence. Every university president worries that the next mass shooting event is going to occur on their campus. The president of George Mason University, Gregory Washington, says that's what prompted his university to join the University of Maryland in launching a group of colleges and universities in the D.C. area called the 120 Initiative, named for the more than 120 people who die on average each day from gun violence. The goal was to really move away from the political realm and to really focus on things that academics focus on really well. The group includes researchers and experts from 15 local colleges and universities, as well as Virginia Tech and Johns Hopkins. Valerie Balk, WTOP News. Still to come here on WTOP, we'll have a string of hot and humid days ahead, and health experts are calling attention to one group of people who are especially vulnerable. It's 5.07. And now, regional business insights from Carolyn Carpenter, president of the National Capital Region of Johns Hopkins Health System, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. At Johns Hopkins Medicine Sibley Memorial Hospital, we believe that healthy neighborhoods are the centerpiece of a vibrant national capital region. Our commitment to creating healthier communities extends beyond providing high-quality care. 
and includes building and deepening programs, partnerships, and re 